0: Hey, welcome to Trusty Training Tuesday. Another Tuesday, and I hope you are all safe, well, healthy, and happy. Um, wherever you are, I hope lockdowns not too bad. Or by the time this goes out, hopefully the lockdown will be over and we'll be starting to reemerge. So, um, a couple of questions that have come in that I see are confusing people. So we talked about setting up a community interest company which is a limited company so you're there um as a trustee you have um various roles so you may hear about corporation tax people talk about corporation tax and what taxes you have to pay so if you're a charity you um you file your returns with the charities commission it's a charitable purpose and that's monitored um that information gets back to um, the government in that manner. However, we talked last time about setting up a CIC, which is a limited company, whether that be by shares or by guarantee. So corporation tax is um, a tax you pay on your profits from doing a business. And those businesses are either as a limited company a um, foreign company with a UK branch or office, a club, cooperative or other unincorporated association, example, a a community group or a sports club. So those out there that are running martial arts clubs or um, those type of entities, any community groups, you know, allotment group or, you know, there's many things out there you need to be paying corporation tax on what you're doing, okay? So your source of information for all of this is www.gov.uk forward slash corporation tax. Okay, so when you're starting out, when you've registered UCIC, you register for corporation tax. So that's when you start doing your business. Or if your business has been dormant, when you restart your business. Mm -hmm. So if you are an unincorporated um, corporation and you aren't registered, you have to get in touch with HMRC. So you can do that through that link, I've told you. You can do it online there and it will have information for you. Okay. They also have web chat. So whilst you're doing that, you have a lot of resources at your fingertips. However, for general corporation tax inquiries, you're going to need to have your personal 10-digit uni- uh, unique tax reference number. So that'll be on your tax returns. On um, You can get it via your payslip. Contact HMRC, give them your details, verify yourself and get it from there. OK, they can't give you the reference over the phone. You can request it over the phone. They can't give it you. So the way you do that is they will um, send you a letter to your home address that they've got registered for you as their sort of fact check-in. Or if you have a government gateway account, you can register for one, but basically you know, you verify your details on that government gateway. So that's how you get it. So if you if you want to do it by phone, uh for the for those in the UK, it's 0300-200-3410. If you're outside the UK, it's plus four four to dial into the UK, and then it's one five one two six eight zero five seven one. Those lines are Monday to Friday, eight till four. And um the service at the moment Will be slower than usual because um, obviously we're in the, the midst of lockdown and to prevent the, the spread of coronavirus, there's a reduced service. okay? However, the HMRC, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, also has an official app which you can download from your, your app stores, wherever that may be, or Google Play, etc. You can go from there. Um, you can also obviously use your online services. If you are sending letters for HMRC and it's always a general corporation tax inquiry if you want you want things in writing, if you have your unique tax reference, include it in your letter when you send it on the first page. Um if you don't, obviously include your street name, your um full postal address and postcode, and you will you would send that to Corporation Tax Services, HM Revenue and Customs, BX9, 1AX in the United Kingdom, and that's how you would obtain it, okay? The thing with Corporation Tax, um, you do get questions around it, because if you're new to it, it creates a lot of questions. So, easy things, payments, you can pay online, you can pay by bank transfer and do chaps. Um, but you will get a, once you're registered, you will get a corporation tax bill uh, eventually when, when they've processed it. And the tax bill will tell you which office your your account is linked to. So you'll have a set office attached to you. And I think that's all I do need to tell you about corporation tax. It's not a riveting um a subject i appreciate but it's it's worth going into because for those of you that are running those entities um that involve sort of um limited companies or those associations those small groups it, it's relevant and it can get you into problems So it's worth knowing. And I think the only other thing really to go into is, obviously I've told you how to register it and what it's for, but you have to know that corporation taxes is not something that's going to go away. Um, You can reduce it, obviously. You can offset it. But effectively, like any tax that have to, um, have to be paid. So there's loads and loads of advice online, but it's from your annual profits. So your annual profits are where it comes in. If you're not making a profit, that's not going to give you a big bill. Okay? When you submit your company tax return, that's where the bill will come through. So... What sort of money are you looking at? Corporation tax rate um, is 19%. And it has been since yeah, going back to 2016. So this year, over 2020 to 2021, it was hoped that it would reduce to 17%. However... Corporation tax isn't going to go down and it is 19% and it's staying. So where you get uh, with individuals, uh, individuals get tax-free allowances. Your company doesn't get any tax-free allowance and therefore all your profits are taxable for your company. So there are a number of expenses and deductions that can be claimed to reduce your bill. So that's company tax. Um, Bearing in mind with CIC, you're not paying profits to directors. Like any other um, HMRC account, late payments attract penalty fees um, and you have deadlines just like with anything else. So you have an accounting year So that's when your company's financial period finishes. Nine months and a day later, corporation tax is due. If your profits are less than 1.5 million, I'd imagine that's most of us. And 12 months later, your company tax return is due from your accounting year end. Unless that can be changed if HMRC contact you, okay? So I'm not going to go too much more into uh, that. Bear in mind for those that are paying for their entities, you are paying. If you are late with um, company's tax returns and you are late to filing, if you are one day late, that's a £100 fine. Then if you're three months late, it's another £100 fine if you're 6 months late HMRC will estimate your bill add a 10% penalty and onto what it thinks that your unpaid tax will be so 12 months after that time another 10% is added to your estimated tax bill so that could be serious problems so please as with anything if you you're planning ahead know your dates know what you're doing and make sure you're right, okay? Corporation tax can mean a huge bill for some companies. So make sure you're not paying more tax than you need to. So the way, legally, the three ways you can reduce your corporation tax bill, because obviously we're ethical, we're above board, we're to do good, but we're doing the right thing. So stay ethical, stay right. So number one, make sure, make sure... You claim your allowable expenses. All companies can deduct costs for expenses. Any company can do that. And that have been incurred, those expenses have occurred purely for use by the business. Okay? Train tickets for meetings, office equipment, pay cash for tea and biscuits, coffee, etc. You know, other things specific to your industry, um stationery, infrastructure, where everything you need that's for business use can be deducted. If you've got new employer, you know, new employees, if you're taking employees on, salaries and employee national insurance contributions also count as a business expense. Yeah, The fact you're paying somebody to do a job is a business expense. The, the employer element of their national insurance is a business expense. It enables you to conduct that business and that can be deducted from the company's taxable profits. Uh, there's no rules on exactly what can and can't be claimed, but obviously if you are subject to an audit, there are penalties if things are on there that shouldn't be. So bear in mind that the secret there is it is for profit. Yeah. An expense is purely for business purposes. Okay? If it's for a business purpose, deduct it. So that'll bring your tax bill down. So second way of doing it, pay yourself a salary. Uh, A lot of us that that get involved with charitable trust work, etc., do it for all sorts of reasons. Some of us are voluntary. We do it because we believe in it and we don't want anything. However, if you're going to be losing or damaging the entity by not paying yourself a salary, then pay yourself a salary. We all need to live. We all need to have the ability to function so we can do the good that we do. So the profits when you've got a company or you fall into that category, it, it's a legal entity in its own right. So the profits that the company makes, they're not yours. And as we discussed in the last episode, you're not paying those profits to directors and as dividends and shareholders. I appreciate it in some circumstances maybe, but generally we're not. So if you're the only person working for it, you may decide to pay yourself a salary so pay the salary. Like with any employee, your salary is a business expense, as is the national insurance contributions for that, that the company makes on your behalf, so you can reduce company taxable profits by paying yourself. You'll also obviously have income tax on these earnings, so please make sure that's all up above board and done properly, and you can pay for your tax, and you'll have your own national insurance contributions to pay out of your your pay as with any job so be smart on that it makes sense to keep your salary under the higher rate threshold or even below the personal allowance limit then you won't be paying that that tax if it's if it's within your personal allowance limit so for those that are in the shares arena Limited companies choose to pay dividends as they tend to be taxed at a lower rate than income tax. So if you were paying its lower rate rather than paying a salary, you may take a dividend. Depending on how you're doing it, okay? This is, this is where it starts to get messy because different structures have different elements to them and different mechanisms to make them work and people do confuse them. Okay, if you uh, make an early payment to HMRC, um, if you're organised and you pay your tax bill earlier than expected, um, the HMRC will repay some of the interest at uh, half a percent. I think of i my head. So, you you get zero point five percent return interest rate. So, HMRC usually pay interest from the date you pay. Your corporation tax up to the deadline. So the deadline we discussed nine months of the day. The earliest it will pay interest is from six months and thirteen days after the start of your accounting period. So there's a, a benefit there for early payment, which again reduces your tax. If you uh, there's there's various entities out there, uh, you can use which in the UK, they've got access to um Income tax, council tax, national insurance calculators that you can access. Um, they've, they've got all sorts of stuff on there that's useful for you. Um, income tax, I've discussed pension lump sums, um, dividend tax collectors, child benefit collector, inheritance uh, tax. There's a lot of resources on there to help you with elements of tax. You can find that at which which.co.uk um you go on there in the money section click on tax it'll take you through to tax calculators and it'll give you loads of advice so it's a free resource for you to uh, keep you safe or keep you on the right side of the HMRC which as we know is probably the best place to stay so as with anything, I hope you stay safe, stay well, be healthy, look after yourself and your loved ones. You know, listen to the government advice. You know, if you're, if you're going outside, make sure it's only for food or health reasons. Or work, don't be like these people seen in the papers sat on the beach. You know, people walking on the streets in groups that aren't the family units. It's just madness. So, if you're able to work from home. Do work from home if you're doing this trust stuff and you've not got offices anyway. There's probably a lot of us that are running things from our homes. Do that and stay safe. Yeah, if you're going out, stay two metres away from each other and give yourself space. And when you get in your house, wash your hands as soon as you get home. Yeah, don't go out and meet people, you know, even friends or family. Give people distance because you don't want to lose a loved one. And you certainly won't want to be part of that if you think you're involved with that. Okay, as ever, carry on doing the good work you're doing. Uh, These times are are hard for a lot of people and there's lots of entities out there, lots of trusts, lots of charities, lots of CICs that are still working hard to support people under extreme difficult situations. I'm so proud of everyone. For every idiot that you see on the news, you see 10 inspirational stories of people getting in helping neighbours, showing love for one another. And it, it humbles me to be part of a race of people that can do that. Stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. Be safe, take care.